Welcome to Hype Louisville, where we bring you the most exciting things happening in our city and talk to the people making it happen. Now, here are your hosts, Andrew Beckman and Nathan Shanks. Let's get hyped. Hype Louisville, what is up? Welcome back. It is summer. We are thriving. Everybody's happy, and uh, we are very excited for this show. We have Lauren Coulter on the show today, and uh, we're very excited to hear from you. So, uh, if you could just give us a quick intro of uh, who is Lauren Coulter, and uh, we'll take it from there. Who is Lauren Coulter? That's scary. My parents would be like, oh, oh boy. So we could tell you some stories. Here we go. No. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. My name's Lauren. My husband and I started Biscuit Belly here in Louisville. It's kind of our thing right now. And um, we've you know, had a lot of fun living in the city have some background in the restaurant space, but we're an early stage franchisor, which is a totally different ball game. Definitely nothing that we you know, learned about or have been professionally trained about, but we are <laughs> chug, chug, chugging along like the little engine that could. And yeah, I'm just excited to kind of share with y'all and your listeners um, just some of the things we're going through, what we're dealing with and experiencing and give you the, uh, the lowdown. Yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> I will say the first time I went to Biscuit Billy, I've got, I, this is bad. I've gotten the same thing oh. almost every time yeah. that I go there. But like the, it's like the faux chicken biscuit that you had originally. It was, it was like a, is it like tofu or is it? Oh, we do have tofu. They yeah. can sub on anything. But it's yeah. like fried Oh, yes. It's on, like to me, it's just as good as a chicken biscuit. It's or whatever. so it good. It is so good. The tofu is really good. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yes, good. So, well, I'm anyway. glad you enjoy the tofu. Yeah. Well, Lauren, uh, I again, I'm excited too. I, I can't. I love my some of my favorite guests on here are those that necessarily weren't weren't trained formally to do what they ended up doing, but they they figured out a way to get it done and they did it better than most. Um, so I'm really excited to hear, hear your story basically. So, um, do you think you could maybe start out by telling us a little bit about, you know, where you grew up and, uh, you know, if there were any moments in your childhood that you think that were formative in your ability to be the person you are today? Ooh, that's a good question. (laughs) You know, I'm originally from Georgia and my husband and I actually grew up about 20 minutes from one another. I'd like to say that I grew up in the more refined part of town, but it's only incrementally more refined than where he grew up. Um, (laughs) But, you know, where where he's from, there was a little biscuit place across the street and they would routinely pop over it. I think it was a gas station and just get these mega biscuit sandwiches. Mm. And so we, though, I knew a lot of people at his school I guess he he knew some at mine. We both went to UGA. I only went a couple of years. He went for like graduated from there. Mm-hmm. And we moved. Well, no, we both ended up moving to Savannah, Georgia and had mutual friends. And that's how we met. And so it's funny when we, you know, initially when we would go home, we could see all of our families. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. But we moved up here to Louisville. We were both trained as pharmacists. Mm-hmm. He had done a residency and um, I was going into retail. And so we moved up here in 2009 and he was working at Sullivan. And okay. I mean, from the get go, he was always the type that was like, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something on the side. And, you know, when you're freshly graduated and you've 
been <laughs> at school for so long and devoted so much time and energy, mm-hmm. all of a sudden working a 40 hour a week job just was easy. You know, it was right. like, this is the least amount right. of work I've had to do in my life. Right. And so, <laughs> you know, I think that pharmacy specifically, the idea, at least in retail of pharmacy is, you know, you're all working towards the same thing. You're all kind of having these small little wins throughout your day um, of, you know, getting prescriptions filled and and hoping that (laughs) you're doing everything just right. And um, you get to interact with customers. And I often say that pharmacy is a lot like owning a restaurant. I mean, you know, you have these little wins throughout your day and then, you know, hopefully you close down and you've all worked as a team and it's just in theory, a, you know, a, a good experience. So I, I feel like it really prepared me in some ways, but in other ways, obviously, I mean, we have learned a lot. And so we opened up um, this place called Uptown Art. It was initially a different name, but it changed like a month into us opening. Okay. Um, it was a, a franchise type of of deal and we were the first in Louisville did really well and we we just had no idea you know that this little side hustle could generate you know the dollars that it was and we we had no expectation going into it we just were like this is this will be something fun we do on the side and at this point are you both retail pharmacists i'm working retail he was at sullivan teaching okay and so we were both Mm full-time in our jobs yes are you a painter no, okay. neither of us are. And okay, so, so I you mean, had to hire an artist, yes. I guess? Okay. Uh-huh. I think, you know, and that's one of the things that we did really early, even though we took, we still even take on a lot of the, the business aspects. We still, we've just always hired people yeah. that are smarter than us. Like mm-hmm. this is not our strong suit. We've got to find somebody yep. who's better. And so when we first were looking at doing this, we had a girlfriend that's also from Athens and she moved here and we were just both like, that's the girl. That's who needs a, needs to run it. She's yeah. amazing. And so we did that for a couple of years, but saw it to be a fad. You know, there's only so many fleur de that people in the city <laughs> have in their, so in their house, true. we think. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, exactly. I like how you're looking around back in the office. Like, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> you would no fleur de I don't see any. You would be shocked. Too many bikes, though. We, I mean, I know when we used to look at houses, like when we would be looking to move, we would see those paintings oh, everywhere yeah. and just crack up <laughs> like 16 by 20, a little piece of canvas, you know, it's Never just fails. crazy. Yeah. But, you know, we, we sold that. And for the first time in my life, for sure, I was like, we have some cash in the bank. What do we do with this? And yeah. so, you know, we do it. Everyone says and started a restaurant Um, (laughs) which you know you can question our you know braids behind that but we opened a place called Luvino and it did well we grew it to two locations here two in Indianapolis and one in Cincinnati Mm -hmm. and um, then kind of in all of that we were like let's do this breakfast thing and I mean I will give my husband credit he's the visionary in the relationship he has the ideas I usually Struck them down, and <laughs> yeah, so I got for a small y- story about them. yeah. <laughs> for years, he had been saying, "Let's do this biscuit thing," and I was like, "You're nuts!" Yeah, like, no, we're nothing. from Georgia. <laughs> Nobody, Louisville's so sophisticated; they're not gonna like oh, these oh, biscuits. Man, <laughs> and um, finally, yeah, he he talked me into it. We did it, and 
we did one and then i was like oh my gosh you know this place is crazy mm-hmm. and st matthew's the first one actually newly was our first oh, one okay gotcha. and we through it you know louisville is an amazing town when it comes to food i think mm-hmm. that people once they leave here often are like oh my gosh i did i talked to a girl last week who said i didn't realize how good we had it in louisville yeah. when it came yep. to food yeah. and she moved to a big city but it was it's just not the same yep. i think sullivan does generate a lot of great great local talent that we point. probably yeah, I think Sullivan. Yeah. yeah oh yeah it's a culinary school right, right. so yeah, yeah. the super chefs guy came mm-hmm. from there and yeah, yeah. and uh, and so many just with some of the people who go through it and get officially trained but then so many people that they cultivate um, right. so we met tavis rockwell before we opened Luvino and he, you know, was the executive chef. I think he still is technically the executive mm-hmm. chef of Luvino. Yep. And he is who also developed our biscuit belly menu. So oh, okay. it's kind of oh, fun. Yeah. The Rockwell, the Rockwell Supreme is named in honor of oh, him. Okay. And okay. It's really fun because like our pimento on our mama's boy is his wife's grandmother's recipe, oh, you know, yeah. so some of that, that kind that of fun yeah. connections that we have, um, you know, really we, yeah, we named a couple biscuits in honor of, Things from our hotel, hometown. Um, we're from Athens, where B fifty twos and mm-hmm. you know some of these things. So the Love Shack and yeah. uh, the Mama's Boy is actually an awesome uh, restaurant in Athens, where we're from. So okay. that's where we kind of got the name. And so yeah, just a lot of fun things. But I think the difference in Luvino and Biscuit Belly is that we really realized like we could do this again. We could do it quick. Mm-hmm. Luvino is very training heavy so yes. you know we have 60 70 wands by the glass and you yeah. mm-hmm. i sure never even tried to learn yeah. and a lot of stuff. cocktails lots yeah. of cocktails yeah. great food seasonal menus so things are constantly changing yeah. just from a growth and really like boom we can we can blow this out mm-hmm. it would have been incredibly challenging and right. also very cost um it, it, a lot of you know capital yeah. would be involved in those spaces mm-hmm. so biscuit belly is bit cheaper to get into um from a training perspective it's you know quick we can we can teach people they can be in and working you know in a day so just a very different model and so that really changed i think how we started looking at things and quickly we were like okay are we gonna do this biscuit belly thing like if we're gonna do this we're gonna do it and so we really just kind of hunkered down and we're like, let's go all in on this. But for us to be able to do that, we had to give up a lot of things. And unfortunately, one of those things was Luvino. Yeah. But we sold it to a guy who's, you know, great. And we still talk to that team. And I think mm-hmm. they're still very happy yeah. with who we sold it to. But that gave us, you know, the bandwidth to really be able to focus on Biscuit Belly. Yes. So we're both, you know, working for it without a, without a paycheck, but luckily we're able to, you know, bring on some really great people. And our goal is to build this thing. And for us right now, that means putting our resources into people. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we know that if we have great people, if we have great franchise partners, you know, it's, it's all about the who, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. And so we know that our long-term ses- success is really going to be built on these initial key people. So I know we were connected by the Schaffners who I just adore and I'm so thankful for their 
our first franchise partner and they opened our first franchise store in Lexington in February. So that was pretty special, but we've got four stores open. Well, a fifth one, that's the, that's the franchise in Lexington. And then we've got about 20 in development from that group and four other groups. So oh, that's amazing. Yeah, we've got a store. Our next one will open in July in Ackworth, Georgia. And she's on, she's signed on to do four to five. We joke like she's putting in LOIs on spaces. I mean, all over Georgia, like wow. she is all yeah. in. <laughs> and then uh, we have a group out of Birmingham and Huntsville, Alabama, that they're in 10 to 12 different franchise concepts. They're amazing. They just mm-hmm. own those markets. They love working with early stage folks, which is really important for us. I mean, mm-hmm. literally last night and this morning, we rolled out a um, a training platform to our whole team and all I'm doing, you know, all day today is collecting like, okay, what was your experience? Let me have, you know, give me the dirty, mm-hmm. <laughs> the feedback. Right. And so it's, it's um, just a lot of that. Like, here's what we've done. Here's our, you know, stage one, our 1.0 version mm-hmm. of whatever. What do you think? Give me your feedback and then we can, you know, change it and adjust. And so everybody that we brought on has been awesome in that regard. They're just so great to like give us feedback tell us what's working and what's not working. And, um, you know, we're, we're all in on like, yes, give it to us. So that's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading a book right now that that's basically like, I think the title is blueprint for an insanely successful business, but it, it, um, it talks about how operators get tired and business owners get rich Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. about scaling and delegating, identifying the right people Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Did you all, do you think that without your, your experiences with kind of, um, having limited bandwidth with Lavino and your farm, like, would you have been able to do what you're doing now with Biscuit Belly without those experiences? Do you think? I mean, I think they definitely help teach us how to, you know, handle a lot of different things. Like right now, you know, my husband is the person who runs the payroll and, yeah. oh. you know, is essentially HR and, yeah. You know, when and the visionary, the visionary. Yeah. I mean, that's his role, but then he's still so in the weeds and in this kind of visionary integrator and, you know, our leadership team dynamic, typically visionaries get in the way. Like they're, you know, they will come in and be like, well, the joke is they'll, they'll show up to a meeting and disrupt it. And then everyone leaves in a panic, you know, And, (laughs) and luckily I think Chad is actually like a really good visionary, but even he has had to kind of reel it in sometimes and like, Oh, today I want to do a, you know, Turkey basted biscuit. I mean, that's absolutely not anything he thought of, but (laughs) you know, he'll, he'll come up with these harebrained ideas and you're like, that's so good. Let's just take, let's just write it down and we'll talk (laughs) about it later. Yes. Like we're focused on quality execution of what we got, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's definitely helped us and, I'd like to think that people have thought that we're a good employer and fair. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, you know, a lot of lessons learned during the pandemic. It was so hard and lots of, um, you know, I had employees showing up at our house and just in a panic, you know? And, and wow. so that, and, and the thing was we were in a panic too. Right, so right, right. I couldn't even fake it cause I would see them and get emotional. And so that was, definitely challenging, but, um, I just think it, that doing all those things has definitely taught us how to balance things, but also how to appreciate 
the good work that other people can do. And yeah. so when we're thinking about, you know, okay, what do our lanes look like? Um, this this great guy who's in a lot of different franchisors, he or investing in a lot of different franchisors, he he gave this whole speech that we listen to quarterly and he says, you know, when it, when you start, everyone is a generalist and then people start getting more specific into their mm-hmm. work. And so, I mean, if Chad, Chad has said it a hundred times, like, well, we're small, we all do everything. And it's a challenge because then we're all kind of oh, overlapping yep. and stepping on one another. And, yes. Oh, have you done this? And, yeah. Yeah. I thought you did that. I know. Yeah. yeah I yeah. thought you did. And mm-hmm. so now we're finally being able to hire these just amazingly talented humans who know so much more than us, you know, and it's like, we can only take this team so far. We don't know anything more than they do. Mm -hmm. And luckily we've had this, a great group who have, you know, they're bought in, they're all in, but still they haven't built something from three to a hundred stores. Right. Neither have we. So we got to bring people in here who know what they're doing. And, and that's been an awesome like experience to, to be able to do that. Yeah, it it seems like most of the guests we interview, there is a there's a proof of work involved in, in their success mm-hmm. um, that they've had to be in the weeds and then get out of the weeds mm-hmm. and and then get back in the weeds mm-hmm. when they pivot. Um, what do you think is 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 next for you all? Or I know you're in the middle of oh, this, yeah. but it seems like just from what I've heard from yeah. you that. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if we got you back on here in a year and there's something else going on. And- <laughs> no, I, I mean, you know, we, I, I really think that we are focused, like laser focused on, on this. this and yes, I mean, uh, bringing in more people is only allowing us to do less of what we don't want to do and more mm-hmm. of what we want to do. Like yeah, my right. husband would rather go look at uh, real estate sites all day, every day. I mean, mm-hmm. he's doing that two days next week. Like that's what he loves. And then submitting LOIs and reviewing all you know, boring contracts. And like, that's what he loves. And so if I could somehow get him out of doing the payroll, you know, it's that's where our brains are, are really shifting. Um, for me, it's a lot about like we have a six-year-old. And so how can I be present for yeah. him in mm-hmm. the, you know, the few hours of the day that he's home? Cause he's, you know, obviously in school and then yep. now in the summertime he's at camp, but you know, how can I just be present for three yeah. or four hours yep. is, is my singular goal right now. And if I, you know, I get up at five thirty in the morning and do what we need to do. And then, um, sometimes, you know, get back onto the, the computer at night after he's asleep. But you know, right now that's what we're working on and that's what we're focused on. Um, you know, getting good sleep to me is priority number one. (laughs) Like we gotta, you know, I say no to a lot of things because I'm like right now it's Biscavelli, it's my family and that's really it. So, um, I would say in a year, I hope that we're just maybe that like doing more of what we want to be doing with this company and, and maybe you're out of some of the weeds, you know, and that we're doing a good job. More importantly, I think that our people feel like they are trusted to do their jobs well, you know, and those are your people, meaning your, your franchisees or your managers or like your, your people on the line. It's more of our GMs, like our general managers at our stores, but then also we have this kind of core group. Um, we call it our leadership team who has been with us for since the get go. Yeah. And they have just stepped up. They have kind of each taken on roles that, you know, they have no training in 
but they are, you know, doing the best that they can. And um, I think that's when, when I think about my people, that's a lot of where my brain goes is just, you know, cultivating them and developing them so that they can continue to develop others um, and, you know, making sure that we're all, <laughs> you know, being lifted up in right, that right. manner. Right. Yeah. Um, Raising ships. Yeah, right. rising, yeah tides, rising tides, lift yeah, all yeah, boats. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, there we go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there any strategy when you're looking at different locations? Mm. Like, are you looking at certain cities or neighborhoods or are you looking yeah. for certain vibes? How, how do you go yeah. about that? We spent, actually, our marketing director and her intern from UofL, who is amazing, Santi, shout out if you're listening, <laughs> they spent a lot of time really diving into who our customer is, who our core customer is. And that, you know, ultimately that will help drive decision-making with our locations, with our sites and whatnot. And so, yes, I mean, the the two kind of go hand in hand, Um, you know, in Louisville, Nulu does really well. Our St. Matthew store does well. And they're two very different customers. Um, and then some of our other stores, you know, have struggled because none of those kind of court customers mm-hmm. live there. Yeah. So um, just we've learned a lot about that. And then really what we're working on now is how do we talk to them and how do we segment them and talk to them differently? Mm -hmm. So um, there's some really cool, you know, technologies available in that space to, to really be able to work on speaking directly to that customer. Right. So, yeah, I mean, a lot has, we have learned a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's wild. So this, I'm trying to think how to ask this. So you say Nulu and St. Matthews are different customers. Mm-hmm. But that kind of surprises me. I'd see that as like young demographic, mm-hmm. like people late 20s, mm-hmm. early 30s. Mm-hmm. That so is how uh, does that differ from Nulu to St. Matthews? So that is our target customer in Nulu, or I guess mm-hmm. that is who is coming into Nulu. Yeah. Um, actually, on the weekends, about half of our customers are from out of town. So bourbonism, oh, tourism okay, yeah. is huge. Mm-hmm. We get... Louisville is a huge site for bachelor parties. Yeah. And so we get loads of these, you know, guys coming in and doing their their thing through the weekend. And then yeah. they'll stay over on Monday. A lot of times, you know, we'll have the same customers return yeah. from out of town. Yeah. So, um, and actually, I think, I think a local place is unfortunately closing. Um, that is breakfast. So we're right now really the only breakfast spot down there. Um, uh, Wiltshire has an amazing spot way, you know, on West market, but we're on East and Nulu. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's a great, it's kind of a a fun place to be on the weekends and it's wild. I mean, two or three weekends ago when I was there, I just took some video of, of our line. Yeah. And it was all the way down, you know, the block. And so, and I posted yeah. it like, hey, happy sa- Saturday. And yeah. so, I mean, yesterday I had somebody say, what was going on that day? And I said, it was just a Saturday. So, but I mean, St. Matthew's is a lot of young couples. So two incomes, maybe one child, 1.8 children, something mm. like that, you know. <laughs> um, they, right now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that is more of the customer that we get there, but it's very much like the tech savvy, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. people that 
because our, our price point is a little bit higher than, you know, a Waffle House or a Cracker Barrel, right. but it's people who are appreciative of quality food. Mm-hmm. They trust that what they're getting is, you know, quality meat and mm-hmm. uh, they're willing to spend money, yeah, quality <laughs> tofu, and they're willing to spend the money on that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, that's kind of what we've learned about, um, and then specifically like their habits and their spending habits and okay. you know how often, how many times they come or what are they buying? How yeah. can we make them come in, you know, buy something different, something more, or how do we make them come in you know, one more time a year? Yeah. It really adds up. Yeah, definitely. Are you all uh, are working with El Toro on anything? Uh, or, or, similar, uh, similar. similar yeah, we've had some, I think that my husband did some talks with them, but we, I think for restaurant world, it was it for somebody as right. small as us. It wasn't. It didn't make sense from a financial perspective. But we, there are companies that do what they do on a the way they kind of track them from mm-hmm. the restaurant back mm-hmm. to yeah. Well, and now there's even like I'm such an old lady. I feel like like my mind was blown because digital billboards they oh, can yeah. also ping your cell phones. <laughs> so like if you drive by a digital billboard. It, then I can speak to you mm-hmm. more. What? Yes. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. So we're rolling out, you know, that's something that we've learned about in the franchising space is, you know, everyone knows us here, but then mm-hmm. nobody knows us in Ackworth, Georgia. Yeah. So yeah. having to come up with some of these strategies so that's that they see us four or five, six times right. and mm-hmm. get their booties to come in and try some, you know, yeah. biscuit belly. That's yeah. where you got to try some of these new, you know, endeavors. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, my I know um, we're here in St. Matthews right now, and in my building in the basement, I have an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And the first three guests were actually uh, clients that were relocating, but they they loved walking Good. the Biscuit Belly, yeah. and um, the price. You know, they it was just you know I happened to be conveniently located in yeah. a little loop near there, but they said they enjoyed the walk over into the Vogue, the theater, yeah. getting a little sandwich, coming back, and so um, and then even our out of town guests have found it to be, you know, it, it's your algorithm or whatever you're doing on Google is working well. Good. So, um, <laughs> well, and our, all of our stuff, you know, we hired a director of marketing right out a year ago, just under a year ago. Before that, our girl who did our marketing worked for us at Luvino and she, she did about five hours a week for Biscuit Belly. So very little, you know, 90% of our content was customer generated. So, okay. you know, people would tag us in their stories and we'd be like, can we use your photo? Keep post, you know, and so that just shows you the power of, you know, what can be done with beautiful food and people, you know, phone eats first is what it comes down and everyone gets their phones out. And so that really helps us cultivate that awareness and that brand presence without really having to spend a lot, but in a new market where they have, you know, to get them in the door, we're going to have to make some strides. That's an interesting, I've never heard that term, phone eats first. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really mm-hmm. funny because <laughs> well, it's so true. Yep. <laughs> it's so true. I heard, uh, or maybe I read it somewhere in one of these books, but um, that the nowadays cus- the customer controls the marketing and the advertising yeah. by that right there. They're mm-hmm. posting the pictures and tagging you in and yep. it's free if you can get them in there. Yep. <laughs> and know. review sites. I mean, yeah. the bane of my existence. Oh, is- Yelp. <laughs> Yelp. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make a customer review site. We've talked about this so many times and we want to call it Welp. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> we I can be like, to do that. Johnny was a real big <laughs> jerk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're great. We, I mean, in this space, you have to have somebody managing that, you yeah. know, constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's 
at times suck for sure. Responding because you know Google doesn't rank you unless you're oh, responding yeah. to people and how quickly you do it. Yeah, I mean, all those things way. are important. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so when you're when you guys are now you're in the scaling stage mm-hmm. and you got your team and you're you're doing a great job with that. Um, when you're looking at franchisees mm-hmm. like the Schaffners or mm-hmm. whatnot, they have a they kind of already have a market sector over there. Mm-hmm. Are you are you first identifying the new market you're interested in and then finding the franchiser, or is it kind of do you focus on the, the franchiser first and then look at the market? That's interesting. When we f- you know, we've been doing this for a whopping year and a half. And um, (laughs) when we started, it was very much this, you know, cast a big net idea. And as we've gone on, we've reeled that in a little bit. And because of supply chain, not just, you know, where can I get my bacon, but, Mm -hmm. but like, we have a very, you know, our unique biscuit mix. Mm -hmm. Well, how am I going to get that out to Colorado? Right. It's, It's not practical. It's not mm-hmm. possible right now. Yeah. Um, so where are these trucks to going and coming from and how do we get it out to our folks? So growing really uh, strategically, you know, intentionally has mm. been very important. So that's why I'm thrilled that, you know, Lexington's an hour away, but that, you know, our next group's in Atlanta, essentially yeah. the hub of mm-hmm. you know, the Southeast. Southeast yeah. And then Any we're Buckhead area. Uh, she would be, She's not doing any on paper okay. yet in Buckhead. I don't think she's against it if she okay. found found the right space. Yeah. Um, I am also in Buckhead. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a that place is crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Yes. <laughs> My ADD kicked in for a second. But I mean, even just how you know Atlanta will be opening, and then Birmingham, Hoover area, mm-hmm. then Huntsville. I mean, it's all been just a great kind of smart footprint mm-hmm. approach yeah. and trying to think about, okay, if we go North, like what, what can we do that's two, two ish hours North that won't get us too far and mm-hmm. that we can manage to. Um, so all of that, we are trying to think about where are we going? So, you know, with our food distributors, we've had to have talks with them about, you know, where can you go to that won't increase our prices substantially? Cause every time you put food on a truck and it travels, right. the price right. goes up. Yeah. So, um, you know, for us, we're looking at doing a, a market out um, in Raleigh and then a, kind of a JV deal in Virginia Beach and so, or Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia Beach area. And you know, those are all things that we've had to consider. So to your point now, it's more of a let's find the where we want to go. Hey, let's even negotiate like like start the process of negotiating real estate yeah, um, because that takes so freaking long and people are so yep. slow to respond. So, you know, if we have these LOIs in place that can be assigned and then we find a good operator that wants to take over, you know, that's a really solid strategy. And so that's kind of where our heads are at now. I feel like a little more and we're not doing a, if you talk to franchisors, most of them are spending a lot of money on franchise development. So going out searching for franchisees, we are really putting our eggs in the basket of making sure our current franchise partners have a quality experience because all that it takes is for Jay Schaffner to call three of his friends and say, you should go do this. And then, I mean, that is the best way to have 
um, to increase your connection, you know, yeah. your Organic yeah, group. your numbers. Yeah, yeah is through yeah. you want same franchisees to do more stores, yeah. or you want them to bring you people. Right. So because they've done mm-hmm. the vetting yeah. to a certain extent. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And these people trust, you know, right. the Schaffners. Um, we've had a couple people, like amazing people that I've had, you know, up here doing discovery days, doing visits and who were on the line. I had a guy who said to me, you know, we are not pioneers, we're settlers. So we want to see how these pioneers do. We've got, you know, three or four of those big heavy hitters in the wings. And the thing, you know, some people would be like, oh, I want to sign that huge group. But we got to make sure we know what we're doing. Right. You know, you don't <laughs> want to get the the map pulled out from under you. So, mm-hmm. all, you know, uh, I like to under promise and over deliver. Right. And I, I, I say th- that term almost every yes. day. <laughs> you have Same to, long. I think, in this area. I mean, it's just the only way to do business and for people to be you know, happy with you. Um, luckily, our partner is Chuck Schnatter. Mm-hmm. who, you know, was very involved at Papa John's. Um, I, I, I call him the sweet schnatter. Um, <laughs> he, he's great. He's amazing. And his biggest, you know, lesson to us is people are going to come to you. They're going to be willing to write you checks. Do We do not do business with a-holes. Like yeah. we yeah. just, we stick with, you know, say no more than you say yes, because you want forever. This is a marriage. You want to, to absolutely love having these people around. And so that's been nice from a partner perspective, because then we don't feel this pressure to just do deals for the sake of doing deals. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, he has pushed us to say three to five deals, each doing three to five stores a year. I mean, that is, that is good growth. And so, um, that's, that's been great for me. Yeah. 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 So cool. Has Uh, there, has there been any, any difference with like, you're not from Louisville, but you live here. Has there been any difference when you're expanding into these new areas, like starting it up and have you, I mean, I know you're early on, but. Yeah, we're still pretty. I mean, Lexington there, was nice because we had some brand recognition mm-hmm. and, you know, with the schools and so many people that lived here that go to UK and mm-hmm. come back, it was easy there mm-hmm. um and I, i'm really anxious about that for ackworth i want to see how this rolls out now there are it's funny there are cities like huntsville alabama that posted on their facebook okay facebook <laughs> like we're coming you know biscabelli's coming and they they got something like 1800 shares i mean these people their facebook oh went gosh. in one day from no followers to like thousands of followers because they're so itching for good food. And because yeah. they have, you know, these people, again, they yeah. have our customer, our core customer of, right. yeah. you know, this certain, you know, they're making a certain amount, maybe young families, they're mm-hmm. tech savvy. Um, yep. And and they are itching for good, good kind of locally food yeah. to come. So um, that's, that's what we're really kind of banking on right now. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. In a year I'll be like, I had that totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be better off for it. Exactly. You know, we'll learn yeah. some things. Work. Yeah. Yep. That's good though, that there's buzz about it. And oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's wild. There's other restaurants that we've gotten in the last five, 10 years, even that like we didn't have before. And mm-hmm. you, the city gets pumped about it. Oh yeah. Or hype. Sorry. That was the, yeah, yeah. the city gets hyped about it. Like Louisville's crazy. I mean, if it you really don't is. have your stuff together before you open, I mean, the first week is, is like your make or break really? time. And we, we learned that the hard way 
from from Luvino. I mean, we had no idea. We thought like nobody's gonna want to come here. You know, we're gonna have to go out and knock doors and mm-hmm. send things. And it was just like day two insanity. You know, my oh husband's my like on dish and scrubbing stuff, and we're ordering more wine glasses and ordering more things because oh, we didn't have a yeah. clue. You know, so wow. that's the difference. There's no slow ramp. There, right. It's just like boom. Yeah. <laughs> it is cool though that. Louisvillians seem to be so supportive of the yeah. food oh, I mean, atmosphere. Yeah. So, yeah, I forgot about this. I wanted to mention this with Louisvillians. So my, um, uh, and it goes to the foodie scene, but my wife and I's first date was at Louisvillians. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, that's cool. A lot of people tell yeah, us well, that because it's very approachable, oh, yeah. easy. You can get in and out in like 45 minutes mm-hmm. if you need to, if it's yeah. a bad date. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We yeah. have a lot of that. And there's yep. a good... There's great wine. For, mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. was, and then um, Michael Henry is a close oh. friend of of, um, of of my buddy, and uh, so yeah. I I've um, frequently I've bought clients. I'm in real estate, so yeah. some of my clients' uh, dinners there, and Michael makes sure he gets yes. some nice, you know, because he's so he's a I think is he a sommelier? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, uh, it's funny. Just a small huge, world. yeah, small world indeed. I do have a question though. Yeah. You mentioned this a few times now about how your core uh, buyer, your core client, you know, tech savvy, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it makes perfect sense that Nulu is just, you yeah. know, crushing it. Um, ha- have you all, and this might be way too ahead of it, um, thought about like doing of your POS systems take alternative forms of currency or is it just. Uh, Ooh, you mean like. A- Bitcoin. Uh, like Bitcoin. crypto. <laughs> yeah. Or wait, what's this? The NFT? Like, yeah. Well, that, what's it called? Yeah. An, what's the word to buy the NFT? It's like a, you have to have a um, urchin or no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's something. You weird. have to have a, you, well. It's well, such a are, process. It is a, it is a process. Um, yeah. We, we yeah. Um, dabbled in this, this much to do the party horses. Oh, okay. And yeah. still haven't gotten my maker's bottle. Hello, party horses. <laughs> yeah, if you're really? listening, where are they at? Um, got my tip, Diplo tickets, though. So uh, uh, that whole thing's so weird. No, yeah, we yeah, haven't. No. Yeah. And you know what? I, I'm so... There are so many things where we get inundated with ways to really be ahead of the curve. Um, so like right now, especially coming out of COVID, is um, digital ordering... Mm-hmm. So yeah. you don't even, you know, if you go yeah. to a crumble cookies, you don't talk to anybody. You just oh, get on really? the iPad. And wow. you do, 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 do. Well, uh, Paul's. Uh, that's crazy. You, uh, if you want to order a sandwich there, you don't talk to anybody. You put it on. At the Paul's? Line. At Paul's. Oh, yeah. well, like well, McDonald's. Yeah. You know, you walk yes. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, do. And you, in theory, they don't, they want you to order on the app. They want you to order ahead. They would rather mm-hmm. not spend the labor dollars on talking to you than they would give you a free, you yeah. know. Right. Gross. Right. Cheap sandwich. But. Right. Right. Um. They have more liability when they start talking. Well, to you. I'm, <laughs> Probably. I'm one of the few that's Sam's Club, not Costco, just mm-hmm. because of the proximity of Sam's Club. Yeah. They their app. You would be. I don't have to stand. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Um, I don't have to stand in line. Their app has a scan and go. Oh, so I cool. literally just put it in my cart, scan it, I check out on my phone, and I walk out. Well, that's interesting because Croker tried that and it didn't. Oh, they, really? They took it away. Yes. Okay. I, it was oh, just cool. something that I would do with my kid, like something uh-huh. to do, yeah. go buy groceries and you scan them and I'll pick them up. Yeah. But there are so many things like this where people are pushing, um, you know, the digital or I get hit up a lot by company and I don't want to 
I won't even say their names, but they're they're basically like um, contract type workers to just come in and work your shift and leave. Oh wow! And 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 I get that, but when you're buying a thirteen dollar biscuit, right? You, I just want. I feel like people want to talk. Like this br- breakfast to me is about you know engagement and and you know, feeling like, like I'm getting chills, like being involved. It's not about how quick can I get this done and Mm -hmm. turn around and leave you alone. It's a, it should be an experience to me that is engaging. And so our team, you know, uh, that's one of the things we're like, okay, if it takes you two seconds to take the order, but talk to these people, Mm -hmm. like talk to them, table touch, you get higher, your, your Google reviews, your Yelp reviews, all of that is improved when you just go and talk to tables because oh, if you yeah. don't yep. if they don't like what they got they're wanting to tell somebody whether they tell you or they write it mm-hmm. right yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so um actually the Schaffners had a, a crazy situation somebody was upset and i i called them i said i got this lady and she wrote me an email and this is so madison like well i turned that into a catering order that you know only she that's could do awesome. that oh, but yeah. Yeah. that's just the power of just talking to people yes. in this world that's so digital yep. that i think biscuit bully we focused on mm-hmm. that aspect and yep. i think that levels us up a bit yeah yeah i, I read think, that in your or one a little write-up on you about how you know compared to all these other stores yeah. that only care about the bottom dollar mm-hmm. you know you're providing that ex- and i think you're absolutely right i mean in a different market, but real estate, you know, the first look, the first week yep. is important. Um, the details matter and that customer, you know, they expect experience, Yep. you know, um, personal representation of showings. But, um, you know, when I eat a, a biscuit belly and it might be because I know the, the Schaffners, but like, I absolutely think I'm sitting down and with them kind of, right. or, you know, I, I, I see them or I hear them maybe because they both have that, mm-hmm. you know, Middlesbrough, uh, <laughs> I, even if their workers don't have that, like I kind of associate it. Yep. And, um, and I think, I think that's what, that's what makes that $11 biscuit just taste a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, even your employees have the opportunity to, to grow those relationships. Mm-hmm. Like I remember this is super uh-huh. weird, but I knew the lady that worked in McDonald's drive through mm-hmm. from going and getting a coffee three days a week. Right. Yeah. Her name was Mary. She's retired now. And I go, Way less. Right. But like I knew Mary. Right. And I guarantee there's customers of yours that know Oh yeah. The the person that works the counter every Saturday morning or whatever it is. And I mean I was when I was coming over here I stopped in and they said, Hey, you know, Tim Waters is having an issue ordering on the app again and I said, Tim Waters, Tim Waters, Tim Waters. Oh, is that that's the most orders guy? And they said, oh, yeah, that's, that's you know, he's here. Story. He comes in here every single day and he oh, orders something gosh. every single day. Yeah. And so, you know, they know him and they, you know, when he has an issue, they bring it up, yeah. you know. So yeah. um, I don't know. It's just to me that kind of our focus is probably less on that side of the technology and more on like the training, the butt to butt, the people piece. Yeah, the belly, belly. Um, Yeah, so um, no, we we aren't taking. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, yeah. I just there thank was you a, for bringing it back to that because I forgot why we were. I was hoping you guys would just keep on rolling, but you know, I've, um, I don't there, know if I've a, talked to you in like a year without you bringing up crypto. Lauren, how do you go about, because I know, I don't know about Nathan, but like I know personally, like when I try to plan out my year, my business year, um, and when I get into new things like Bitcoin or, you know, <laughs> investing on my own, 
I, I find it very difficult to, when I, when I map things out, I've got, you know, a five page business plan. And, you know, and there's, there's another book I read called Traction that, you know, you yeah. have to get this down to. That's what we do. Okay. Traction. Yeah. Okay. US. So your VTO and mm-hmm. yeah. So how do you get that VTO down to one page? I mean, that, do you, you follow? see it? <laughs> oh, I got I it on my. <laughs> but was that a pro? I mean, I assume that was a process in and of itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, but cause yeah. And I think that whole, so for anyone who's listening that doesn't know about this, Traction right. is a book that talks about the entrepreneurial operating system that Gina Wickman and a host of contributors kind of came up with and developed. And it pairs, they make a case that a visionary needs an integrator in to, to have a, you know, well run business. And he uses all sorts of examples of this, like the founders of McDonald's and uh, well, not, I don't think the founders, but the people who bought it and yeah, you know, yeah, took, yeah. Up, took mm-hmm. it over and took off with it. Um, Henry Ford had mm-hmm. one. So th- there's all these kind of visionary who is, that's the person that you're probably going to see and know their name, but then they all have an integrator who actually helps make make the wheels turn. And so mm-hmm. in our system, my, I'm the integrator. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so yes, we spent so much time talking about, you know, our 10 year, and what is our big, very audacious yeah, yeah, goal. Rocks, so. But then how do you break that down yeah. to yep. actually make it achievable? Yep. Yeah. And so, um, as a shameless plug, we used a guy named Jimmy Springsteen to help us during this process. And, it was worth its weight in gold. He's amazing. Such a good friend. He's doing our quarterly offsite next Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, is that but, someone local or is that? Yes, he's okay. local. He's great. Okay. Uh, so if anybody wants his contact info, hit me up. Yeah. So, but to your point, I mean, the, the beauty of traction, two things. We spend a lot of time and where even though Chad is a visionary, it's really hard for visionaries to get their vision down on paper. Mm-hmm. And so... It was hard for him. And then for me, I am a checklist. Mm-hmm. Let's do this person. And when we talk about these big things, I'm like, that's all fluff. Yeah. I need the thing. Like, what can I go and check off my checklist? Right. You know, we were yeah, talking about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Um, what can I, yeah. what's actionable? Because, Tangible yes, things. Smart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Goals. Smart goals. And so that was a really hard time for us. And we even like, they break it down into, you have a vision building day one and then vision building day two. And we even said, we did vision building day one. I thought we were all just gonna, you know, walk into a room and never come out. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so we were like vision building day two, we're breaking it up into two different days because our brains cannot do this. And so it's taken time. I don't even think that we have it down perfectly yet, but our, you know, our VTO is solid and, it does create this cadence now of each quarter, you know, where we all have these needs of awareness because quote unquote, you know, from the get go, we were all doing everything and now we're getting more individualized and specialized and into our lanes. Um, what this process does is allows us to know what's happening and to see how what we are working on today right. will impact that 10 year yeah. goal. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, cool. that's really, really cool to us. I mean, when mm-hmm. we set our goals and we're, and, you know, when we do our December offsite and we're like, check, check, you know, yeah, I'm getting yeah, my yeah. joy of checking yes. the boxes yeah. because we've, we've actually accomplished these things yeah. and they're yeah. big things. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And I tell my team all the time, 
I mean, when we, every time that we have these quarterlies and we're talking about the things that we've accomplished, you know, I get very emotional because I'm like, this is hard. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you to do easy things. I'm yeah. asking you to do hard things. Yeah. Right. And yeah. let's not minimize the fact that we are doing hard, hard, yeah. hard things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there, there's a reason that so many, I, I think it's like, you know, 82% of franchises fail or something, yeah. you know, don't yeah. reach a hundred units because, because it is very difficult, but mm-hmm. you know, in Louisville here, we're in the land of, of great uh, franchisor history, and you know, so much good things, so many good things happening in the franchise space that you know, came from this city, mm-hmm. and so I don't take that for granted. And we're lucky with our partner being Chuck, you know, kind of having some access to maybe some resources from a person perspective. Like mm-hmm. you know, I was writing, doing my first little development agreement and I'm like, I got to put a map on here. How do I do this? And he, you know, hooks me up with a guy that's over that oversaw that department for uh, Papa John's for 25 years. And he's like, well, here's how we've done it. Here's what worked, what didn't work pearls of wisdom. And I mean, you can't (laughs) put a dollar value on just that Um, hour of info. So that's been amazing. Um, Then, you know, UofL has even had a real focus on franchising lately. They've developed this whole school of entrepreneurship. And I think mm-hmm. within it is maybe the franchising certificate, something like that. Cool. Um, Yum's been pretty integral, I think, in the the creation of that. Yeah. So just a lot of cool things happening in our city. And um, I, I don't know when this will actually be posted, but we're looking for an accountant, if you all know anyone. Oh, good. <laughs> in-house or? Yeah, we want to bring it in-house. Okay. We've done it. We've well, outsourced like it forever. that be like not a CFO type role or? Uh, not today. I just okay. don't think we yeah. need that quite yet. But I mean, it's somebody that could either grow into that role mm-hmm. um, or I think it could very easily be a controller type of role. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, right now my husband is basically the CFO. I think right. old, he would probably love to let go of some of that, but, yeah. um, you know, uh, again, like we want to make sure our GNA, that it makes sense to the bodies that we're bringing on. Yeah, and yeah. he kind of still enjoys that part. Um, right. so, but yeah, I mean, just, it's you know, bookkeeping, accounting, but yeah. we have a lot of cool. It's it's also creating systems to, mm-hmm. you know, for the accounting, like yeah. So that way, gotcha. yeah, yep, you're, yeah. So yeah, yeah, cool. PSA for Very the cool. old belly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well. Uh. So we've asked this of numerous guests, and and I think you're going to be an excellent guest to answer this. So and and. We, we probably know the answer would be Biscuit Belly, okay. but what would be your favorite restaurant if you couldn't oh. pick Biscuit oh, Belly? Yeah. Let's say for dinner. In Louisville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say for dinner. Let's say for dinner. We'll yeah. specific, we'll be in Louisville, in specifically. Louisville. Yeah. yeah, specifically in Louisville. Oh, I mean, there's so many. It's <laughs> really hard. Yeah, it's yeah, so it is hard. I will tell you, we have a rotation, and uh, it's I, bad. Yeah. We have, okay, the Joy Look is oh, yeah. so good. I love Alvin. I just think... Good human, you know, great family. Mm-hmm. Um, that Asian fusion, we love anything. Like Oishi Sushi is, oh, it is just yeah. take my money. Mm-hmm. My son even gets his own big Highlands roll. I mean, that we spend awesome. a lot of money at sushi on sushi because it's yep. just oh, we're, we're killing it. Yep. Um, and then I mean, we don't like any of the super fancy things. We get you know, Takaluchador is yeah. mm-hmm. on yeah. our regular 
rotation Havana Rumba. It's yeah, so all good. the same foods, but oh, yeah. any place I can get a little swirl action is even <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> better yeah. than Havana they're, Rumba. They're heavy there. They are uh, heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we enjoy them. Um and that's good. that's really those no, are our places. Great. We're that's not amazing. like cool. a wait, I feel like a, I will say Oh, the Pine Room, though, is my oh, like, yeah. bougie option. Okay. The Pine Room. The Pine Room. Yeah. It's out off 42. Um, so for us, yes, it's a yeah. hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's their owner. It's vegetarian. So it has some really good like veggie options. But then they also have amazing fried chicken. Um, I'm so not, good. I don't think I've heard of this one. I feel embarrassed about admitting that. <laughs> don't feel embarrassed. Yeah. It opens... Um. It yeah, opened it right before COVID, I think. Right before COVID? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And we had two kids. Yeah. In the sense that, you know, for another <laughs> podcast, I'd love to hear how you managed your, you know, working with your husband, yeah. ha- raising yeah. a kid. Yeah. I'm like, wow. You know what you can and can't do. We have yeah. lines. We have an office yeah. for a reason. So yeah. we can like, yeah. one of us work there. And, yeah. you yeah. know, it is it's a challenge, but it's also, I don't know, we're both good at different things. Yeah. And so I stay out of his way. I don't want to go look at real estate. <laughs> yeah. Boring. Yeah. And he doesn't want to do some of the things. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's I, a great compliment. Yeah. Uh, I've thought this twice during this podcast. Why in the hell did he go to pharmacy school? It sounds like he is like not the person for that. Yeah. It's so weird. He always wanted to be a pharmacist. Yeah. He wanted to own his own. Okay. And then to, okay. By the time we graduated, it was already like, yeah. I don't know how people do this. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so there's like two or three in Louisville that are like privately owned yeah, that I know of. They all get I'm sure there's more, but by yeah, big guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah no. Yeah. So yeah, cool. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for yeah. for being a guest on here. Uh, we really appreciate it, and I, I can't tell you how excited I am to call you back in a year and yeah. see if you guys could come back and tell us you got. 15 stores going on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's what's crazy is by the end of this year, we'll have eight. Eight? Think? Oh, okay. Yeah. And so you know, doubling. And then I th- mm-hmm. think next year we will double again. I, I, so, I can't wait to see lot. VTO. Yeah. Okay. I'll show it to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. awesome. Cool. All right. Well, thank, well, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Uh, to all the people listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, please like us. Please subscribe to our episode. Please uh, leave a review and we will see you next time. 